Celebrate the best and the brightest of female roles in film. We have uh, Wonder Woman. Most recently, that was last. That was just last week that we reviewed that. That's true. Furiosa. Before that, from your favourite film ever, Mad Max: <laughs> Colon Not Fury favorite, Road. Favourite ever, but yeah. Other female, strong female characters? Any others that immediately spring to mind? Uh, not at this particular moment. But there's a lot of them. I mean, maybe that's an indictment of the movie industry in and of itself, that we can't just rattle off a list of half a dozen. Exactly. Well, we add to the pantheon of female characters... Yes. Catwoman. Yes. It's a film starring... An Oscar winner. Yes. Also the very dependable Benjamin Bratt. Yes. I think he's pretty good, generally. He's great in Miss Congeniality. He's wonderful in Miss Congeniality. A wonderful performance by a wonderful performer. Um, Alex Borstein, who's very funny. Lois Griffin in uh, and many others in Family Guy. Yes. Um, Sharon Stone. Yeah, in, I was surprised to in see the right role. There. Tremendous. Yeah. Whoever the French guy is who played the Merovingian in uh, the Matrix sequels. Yeah. He's got a wonderful presence about him. Yeah. A guy playing a super stereotype gay best friend. Sure, he's probably good as well. Sure he is. What could go wrong? Um, so, this is Catwoman. Yeah. Um, a brief synopsis of the plot. Would you like to take this? Or shall I? I will. Okay. I'll give it a go. Um, So, So. there's a lady, Patience something. Yeah. And she is a graphic designer Mm -hmm. at a beauty kind of company. Yeah, I guess so. Cosmetics and such. Yeah. Um, And she's very kind of nondescript. As nondescript as Halle Berry can be. Mm -hmm. Um, And a bit clumsy and lonely and doesn't seem like she's really got her life together likes to look through her bangs a lot yes looks away mawkishly like very kind of shy and Mm -hmm. uh yeah unnerved by a lot Mm -hmm. of situations not Um, the greatest fashion sense no she just wears basically like a baggy like a sack or something (laughs) i mean they went pretty heavy with that it was pretty much a sack Um, yeah, and so anyway, so she is doing some design for her manager, yeah. who is this, that French guy, yeah. and his wife, Sharon Stone. Sure. And he... Do they have a good marriage? They seem a... to have a little bit of a rocky marriage. Sure, sure. It seems to be based on just her looks. Yeah. And they're fading. Yeah. 
um, she was the kind of face of the company and mm-hmm. she's being replaced with a younger model. Yeah. So they're a little bit, you know. There's drama there. There's a little bit of a rough Tension. time. Anyway, so she's, yeah, done this kind of, I guess, ad campaign for them. Sure. For their new product that's launching. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't like it. No. And kind of has a right go at her and is like, hey, this is shit. Yeah. And Sharon Stone says, oh, just give her a chance to fix mm-hmm. it. So she tries to fix it. Sure. Uh, so then, what happens then? Then she fixes it late at night. Oh, yeah. Tries to get someone to, like, you know... Messenger it. Yeah, but they've all gone home or whatever. Yeah. So she has to do it herself. So she goes down to the building, which inexplicably is in the... Like, doesn't seem to be in the same place it's as like the other building. lab, but yeah. like a kind of evil lab. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's like almost a kind of medieval... Yeah. Like, underground. Underground. Um, yeah, so she goes there and then she hears, overhears the scientist guy yeah. saying, hey, like, this product's terrible. It's going to, like, ruin people's skins. And yeah. It has terrible it's, it, it seems like a effects. whole company that's based around a single product. Yeah, pretty much. Just this one skin cream. That's, like... That's launching soon. Good. That's amazing, yeah. I mean, presumably they have other stuff. Yeah, I assume but, so, yeah. Um, yeah. And so then... The guards come that are, you know, aggressively... The heavies. ...concealing this information. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're, and like, try classic, and shoot at her. classic film henchmen, aren't they? Like, oh, suits and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, guns. guns and, and... Yeah. So, anyways, they uh, chase her, mm-hmm. and then they flush her down these inexplicable pipes. These ginormous pipes. Which are bigger than her. Yeah. she can just run She doesn't down. need to stoop at all. Um, yeah. So, she gets flushed, and then she dies. Yeah. And then the cats... There, there was a cat A bunch earlier, of cats but come along. There's a cat that kind of breathes on her, and then brings her back to life. That's Catwoman. With some superpowers as Catwoman. Yeah. Nice. Well, that was a that was a stellar synopsis. Thanks. That was that was real good, babe. Um, what is your producer's pitch? Okay, I found this really really hard. I found it tricky as well. Like really hard. Yeah. I don't, and I'm not at all happy with my outcome. <laughs> um, so I said that it was like Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Okay. Mainly because. Um, I mean, A, obviously, it's simil- It's the same kind of area of characters. Yeah. The DC kind of Batman yeah. universe cat characters. Sure. Um, but B, because that's the one with Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Or Dr. Freeze. Mr. Mr. Freeze. Freeze. And he... Um, so I was looking for a film where it's really kind of action-y. Yeah. And really um, cheesy. With yes. some cheesy, cheesy lines. Yes. And I think Mr. Freeze has quite a lot of them. As yeah. that kind of action hero character. Uh, yeah. Or not hero, but what a uh, villain. I used to see you. Yeah. And it's just a bit like, oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah. And aside from that, obviously, it's a bit, you know, same kind of characters. Yeah. Whatever. But I do, to be clear, I think Batman and Robin is better. <laughs> but And that's the first time, that's the only time that you'll ever yeah. hear that statement. I mean, Batman and Robin is a far superior film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meets, and then this is such an insult to this film, but I really found it hard, which again maybe is an indictment of the film industry, to think <laughs> of a film with a lead 
female action hero who is very uh, confident and kind of holds a film on her own. Yeah. And so the only answer I could come up with was Kill Bill. Ah, okay. But again... That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. Kill Bill is a far, far superior film. Yeah. But it has the same kind of confident, central female character kind of finding her way as this new kind of, I don't know what, action hero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. But I don't feel like that. But I guess if you think about it the other way, like Kill Bill with the action hero with a really, really kind of um, cheesy approach. Yeah. Then you get a better sense of what yeah. I'm trying to get at. I feel like that's yeah. I feel like that's 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 the thing to say about this because obviously everyone has a go at it, and rightly so. Um, it's not a great film at all. Mm. But I think that the, the what allows it to be a kind of in some ways a watchable film mm. is or to, or to even kind of get what they're going for is to say that this isn't. A Batman film, or you know, obviously Batman and Robin is a, yeah. a, a very good example, though. But it's not part of the current Marvel crop of films. This was back yeah. in like two thousand three, two thousand four. This was before Iron Man came along. So all the Marvel things and the way that they kind of walk that line between serious and light-hearted, and they really yeah. kind of get that tone really nicely for superhero yeah. films. This is going for a much for a much more kind of Batman and Robin. Yeah, it's a campy tone. Yeah, um, and so it's you know all the uh, some of the stupid stuff. Yeah, that's in the film you have to kind of put down to that. Yeah, like they're not trying to make Batman Begins. No, that's true. It's it's this is a kind of a light and fluffier version of yeah. a superhero film. Yeah, so I think that's very good. Thanks. I like that a lot. What were yours? My one. I said it's like Bride Wars. Because okay. I tried to think of a film that um, was um, simultaneously seemed to be aimed at women. Yes. But was also in some ways insulting to women. Okay. In terms of its depictions of women, it's yeah. very kind of... It, there's no there's nobody that I think Comes a female work. viewer would look at and go, yeah, I aspire to be like this person. Okay. Um, meets the crow, um, and again, it's kind of a maybe an insult to the crow, but it's 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 a character that dies and yeah, then gets brought back by an animal, yeah, in some way, yeah. um, and then has to take a very kind of per, well, not a personal revenge. That's maybe one of my issues with the film, but has to take kind of a a small scale, yeah, um, revenge, yeah, um, with some kind of superpowers. Interesting. And black leather. I don't know. Maybe that's reaching a bit. Tenuous. Maybe it's tenuous. Yeah, it's a little bit tenuous. Um, but yeah. Cool. Okay. Would you recommend this to a friend? Yes. Oh, you're very sh- sure of yourself. Yes. Very. You're because walking with a lot of hip movement, as uh, this uh, film would tell you. Because uh, I just think it's one of those ones where. It's quite bad, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that it verges into... So bad it's good. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it almost kind of goes full circle. Yeah. So far below zero that it... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's a film that you kind of have to watch. Yeah. Um, don't expect anything from it. No. Have a couple of drinks while you're watching it. Yeah. Watch it with some friends. Have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, get some chips and dips yeah. on the side just so you've got something to do in some of the uh, parts that aren't particularly amazing. Um, good nice okay so that's good I mean we went quite a long time there Mm. we obviously had it's a a thought provoking film clearly Um, talk provoking film just coined that Um, so that is our spoiler free review of Catwoman go and see it or to be honest even if you haven't seen it stick with it stick with us after the uh, jingle and get into spoilers because realistically having the plot of this film ruined isn't going to take away from your enjoyment of it no at all so let's have that jingle and now uh, we're just about to spoil this film so i'm telling you it won't be groovy if you listen any further without watching the movie it's spoilers here we are we're in the we're out out of the the glaring sun of spoiler free territory and we're into the you know, slightly more shadowed world of spoilers. Okay. Using our patented five-point rating system, we have analytically calculated how we feel about this film in these five points. Tiffany B., would you like to do your... Um... Yes. My first oh. point is... A negative. A negative? Yes. No. And it's the biggest negative. Uh-oh. Um, Do you suspect I have the same negative? Yes. Oh. I know that you must. Oh. And it's the editing. <laughs> it's epileptic <laughs> in its approach, I would say. Um, just concerningly oh, bad. that's funny. Um... It's all over the place. It's in the action scene scenes. It was virtually impossible to to determine what exactly was going on. Yeah. You know, there's fighting going on. Yeah. But outside of like, where are they? What? You know, how have they moved from A to B? Who's doing what? Yeah. Like, it's just very, very, very difficult to to tell. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just it, it really disengaged me. Yeah. Like I just thought, well, if you can't be bothered to like hold a shot for more than like <laughs> a second, then what? What am I doing here? Yeah. Like you clearly think I'm an idiot because I can't. My attention span is point one second or yeah. whatever. Uh, and it just it's frustrating because mm. it's like watching something on fast forward and you're like well I can't get any of this yeah so I don't really know like mm. I can't yeah I just stop being interested mm. um yeah so I just thought that and yeah even even the non-action sequence parts mm. were really kind of all over the place like mm. jarringly kind of okay now this 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 and so each scene you're like what happened there yeah and then you're on to the next one okay now we're here mm. and it doesn't even like hold moments between the scenes no there's no like okay she's turned into catwoman this is quite a big thing yeah let's hold a you know a moment of her yeah, considering the... her mm. new you know life 
it doesn't. It's just like, okay, now I'm Catwoman. Okay, now next scene. Like, you know, as such, it means you lose any, for me, you lose any um, drama or any kind of um, consequence to anything. Yeah. Because everything's so quick. Yeah. That you just think, oh, well, it doesn't matter. We'll be on to the next thing any moment. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was really, really big. Like, I would almost love to see... I don't think it would be a good film, but I would love to see the raw footage of the film yeah. and have somebody else edit it and yeah. see how different it could be. Yeah. Because I felt like it was substantially worse than anything I've seen, <laughs> editing-wise. <laughs> What did you think? <laughs> yeah, I no, yeah, I agree. That's it's one of my negatives as well, the editing. It's it's I think epileptic is the right right word for it. Yeah. And you you get these films that are kind of notoriously, I mean I was just looking it up. Um there you get these films that are kind of notoriously quick in terms of their average shot length. Yeah. Like um Moulin Rouge is the one that I was thinking of with an average shot length of 1.9 seconds. Yeah. So that's less less than two seconds across the entire thing in terms of dialogue, yeah. in terms of whatever. But with a film like Moulin Rouge, you feel like there's a lot going on. I feel like a lot of that comes from mm. the big kind of dance numbers, big yeah. crowd scenes, and you can have a shot of this and you have a shot of this. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need to convey the most fluid... Uh, kind of story or the most fluid action yeah. in that it's just an, more of an experience than a, a um, I mean I didn't really enjoy it because it was in part because it was so crazy but a lot of people love it in, the, in that kind of yeah. you know it's just very excessive mm. in terms of the costumes and all of that whereas this when it's like this is just a, an action film this this. but there's, there's the quiet moment I can understand a lot of quick editing with yeah. action but in the more quiet moments was yeah. the part that really got me. I mean, the action scenes were particularly short, I yeah. thought, in their shots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just think, come on. Well, it's. I, I think part of it is down to the director. The director is a guy called Pitoff, P-I-T-O-F, and that's all he's credited as. Um, although he was born as a Jean-Christophe Comar. He's a French guy and he's famous for, when you go on IMDb and it says, what are they known for? Known for Alien Resurrection, Delicatessen um, and Catwoman. But most importantly, Alien Resurrection and Delicatessen, he was in charge of visual effects. Right. So it's like, it's, that's obviously where, where his, his interest is. and his strength is yeah. as opposed to storytelling or yeah. whatever. Um, and it, it, like you say, it, it, it speaks to a lack of confidence in your intelligence as the viewer mm. in your kind of um, attention span yeah and it also for me I think gives a, a lack of confidence in the shots that they're using yeah because surely it's it's the most confident thing to do is just to have right this is what needs to take place I'm just going to have this one shot and just let the action unfold yeah in front of the camera like that's a very confident thing it's not always the right thing to do of course yeah but it to, to be cutting between it's when you've got you know one section of a guy getting kicked out of a door and hitting the floor and you've shot that from five different angles to not pick one of those or two of those maybe yeah to go for all five says well i don't think either of these two shots are good enough yeah to tell the story that i want them to tell lot. so we're gonna put them all in just to fucking whatever. yeah um i actually did a bit of research 
once we'd watched the film and yes. you were safely asleep, having been driven off to sleep by this uh, film. Um, and I watch, I kind of rewatched, I actually downloaded the film and kind of went through it frame by frame on that one shot, on that one sequence where she's fighting the guy who oh, was yeah. actually in The Crow, which wasn't a reference that I thought of before, but he was a fun boy, I think, in The Crow. He's the guy who starts shooting at her. And then she finds him in the club. Yeah. And then, yeah, she kicks... So the sequence is, she kicks him out of the door, she jumps onto him on the floor, he swings at her, she ducks, she swings at him, she connects, he swings at her two more times, she kind of flips out of the way. Yeah. So that's the action. Yeah. That's all that's going on. And they do that over the span of 12.7 seconds. Right. That's how long the sequence takes. 12.7 seconds. Yeah. And in that sequence, they use 30 different cuts. That's crazy. Which is, inse- like you said, yeah. it's epileptic. It's just, it's frantic. You have no idea what's going yeah. on. Yeah. There's not enough time for you to gain enough perspective no. in that shot to see, to understand and comprehend what's going on. No. Yeah, I mean, that's just ridiculous. It's insane. Actually surprises me that you say that his background is visual effects because you would think someone who who was very visual yeah. would want a bit more yeah. time spent on the, the scenes that, you know, he probably put a lot of effort into yeah. creating. So it does surprise me, but, yeah, I mean, that's the standout yeah. thing um, that is just... And then their basketball game as well. Their one-on-one basketball oh, game. Oh, yeah. I just thought, I'll oh, forget it. Because <laughs> that that's one. not even... There's not even a lot happening there. No. They're just dribbling a ball. And it's like, here's this shot. Yeah. Like, she's just dribbling the ball. Yeah. You don't need this. No, it was too much. That was too much. Far too much. That was very annoying, that Yeah. One. I thought, no, I'm done. Terrible. Okay. So what's your <laughs> next point? So my next point, uh, and this is another negative, I'm afraid. Uh-oh. It's another on. negative, and it is the score used. It is the music used in it. I have the same. Really? Yeah, what's your reason? My reason is that it made the whole thing sound like, I don't know, sound like a tampon advert or sound like a kind of a lady <laughs> shaver advert, well, where it's like you... this kind of awful kind of faux... R&B, female voice, not actually singing anything. And it's oh, like, hey, we're all confident and we're all, you know, and I can wear my tampon and I can still do sports. <laughs> just really, what, just what terrible. What tampons are those? I don't know if one's like, just can still do sports. Just tiddly tiny ones, I think. Wow. I, I don't know. Thanks for letting me know. They're super absorbent, though. <laughs> um, yeah, just, re- just really... Yeah, it just kind of R and B ish, which makes it all look feel just really, but like I don't know. It just so felt very vapid. It for felt me, like yeah, like elevator music. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the thing for me. It wasn't the type of music. It could have been any type of music for me, but it was the fact that it seemed incidental. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just there. Yeah, and it did like, and also somewhat. Like, um, so there'd be this, yeah, elevator music is, yeah. is a good one, I think. Because it's kind much. of like just, it's there. It's not scoring anything as such. Yeah. It's just background. It's noise. not underlining any emotion in the no. scene. It's not kind of 
bringing up any feeling. It's yeah. just, well, we don't have any sound for this shot, so we need some music yeah. underneath it. Yeah, and it would start up as though it was going to be this great score. Yeah. And then it was really just a song, like, played in the background. <laughs> and then, but it would also have this, um, this kind of feeling of, like... Um, Someone in their bedroom doing a, uh, like, using garage band or something <laughs> to, like, put some kind of drums on top of it. or like, Yeah. Because they'd be, like, on top of it. Like, as though there was just music, but they're like, oh, this isn't dramatic enough. It, I'll kind of, either that or they're, like, turning up the volume on yeah. the drums or the, you know, something. Percussion or something, it sounded like. Um and it just being like, well, that's enough. It, yeah, it kind of it felt like, like the kind of music I could make. Yeah, yeah, it felt like really Like noodling around amateur. on GarageBand. Just yeah. like, oh, there's this... Yeah. Let's just put all of that together. Yeah. And that's in Catwoman now. And it was annoying. It was annoying yeah. for me. I thought, well, because, you know, the editing was that bad that I was like, you know, barely able to concentrate on the visuals. <laughs> so then the music comes into <laughs> into play a lot and you're like, what the fuck am I listening to here? <laughs> like, what is this? It's just... And it's not even, like, good music. I no. can understand if you were like, right, we're going to invest in some really good songs yeah. and we're just going to, like, play them, Yeah, you know, and it's going to be really kind of, you know, action-y and yeah. really kind of woman you know action yeah. women like yeah independent women type of thing but it was just nonsense and like yeah i just thought what the fuck is this and it had no um it seemed yeah like i say completely incidental completely unrelated to what was happening mm. aside from the the tempo of it yeah would change slightly yeah and that was it i don't know who that was i assume it was like his little brother or something <laughs> do you know what i mean like well that's I imagine it's like, oh, yeah, no, my brother can do the music. Gets, that kind of thing, you know? It gets to the end and he's like, shit, I haven't done any or music. Or his mum's been like, months. no, come on, let your brother do the music. Like, come Mom. on. Get, it's not fair. You've had all this success and you're not like, you're not sharing at all. Let your brother do it. He's an idiot. Music by Klaus Bedelt, who... It's also, fuck off, where well, he's in the music department for Gladiator. He was a composer for Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow, both of those Music have department good music. for Mission Impossible 2, which has great music. Hans Zimmer as well. Well, you never know. Maybe he was under specific instructions to create terrible music. Just just make it, no, just do it, but just make it bad. Just make it yeah. not not good. Yeah, so that was bad. What was your What was your next one then? Because we're just going to agree. With so all we've of them. so we've decim so we've decimated the the visuals and the sound so far. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure what else. So it gets a little pettier now for me, I, but still I've things. Still got some big ones. Still things that annoyed me. Go on. Um, now I'm going to preface this. Uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Quora in Tron Legacy yeah. are three people who are guilty of um, wearing high heels into battle. Yes. But they are built Wonder in... Wonder Woman wear? I imagine they're kind of built in, in the yeah. same way as Quora's are, where it's like it's just one big thing, yeah. but the heel would be slightly raised up. 
Um, and that's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. I hate that. I, it doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. Um, but they're at least having the good grace, the good courtesy to build it into a somewhat practical looking boot. Yeah. Catwoman is just wearing open toed heels. Yeah. Yeah, she should be wearing boots at least. Come on, man. Like, just go for boots. Yeah. Bear in mind, she's, a char- she's not a character like, I don't know. Like Cyclops or whatever. It's like, what's your power? Oh, I shoot things out of my eyes. Yeah. I don't need to be jumping all over the place. Her whole thing is like she's jumping onto walls and yeah. inexplicably sticking to walls and yeah. all of this kind of stuff. Like, it, it, that's your whole thing. Yeah. Spider-Man would not wear high heels. Yeah. And yet she it just annoys me. Yeah. Yeah, they would looked very impractical. Yeah. And it, it jars. What annoyed me, if we're on the outfit. Please do. Is so we're all just you know she's a normal girl, whatever, and then now she's Catwoman. Now she's Catwoman. We've she apparently gets this um, leather outfit that somebody bought her for her birthday yeah. that she doesn't want to wear when she's patient, but when she's Catwoman, she has confidence yeah. to wear it. Fine, yeah. on board with that. Why then, when she puts it on, does she have all scratch marks revealing her ass cheeks? <laughs> like so, either we can only assume they bought her that with. Uh, it in tatters mm-hmm. or she did it herself well if you remember oh. the first time she wears the outfit when she foils that the robbery the jewellery shop robbery that then she steals all the things it's just like leather trousers and like a leather jacket almost yeah um, and it's all a lot more intact and it's only then after she goes back to the crazy cat lady who says hey you're you know this is a cat god that has given you powers and she's like right i'm gonna be super confident so i assume at that point she rips it up and you know to show her buttocks to show her buttocks and her back her shiny shiny back well there you go (laughs) i just thought that's just stupid that is (laughs) like in a world full of things that are stupid yeah that's really that stands out like and also why is she basically topless yeah like I, you know, aside from the fact that all women action people wear stupid things, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman being one of them, which I also yeah, brought up. You did. Um, skin out makes no sense. No. Like, surely you would want as much covered up as possible. Yeah. And she's wearing a bra. Yeah. With a couple of straps hanging around. And like, bear in mind the, the leather outfit, like, she is, I mean, that's a lot more covered up. It's still like. Sexy yeah. and yeah. figure hugging, isn't it like a scandalous suit? kind of? Yeah, so it's, it's like so be... that works out well. Yeah, and she's like, no, this is too, this I'm is too covered wear... up. I'm just gonna go with a bra and a couple of belts and yeah. some leather trousers that I'm gonna rip the rip shit into off. tatters. Stupid. And of course, and then my peep toe high heel shoes. Yeah. Stupid. Like if we're meant to truly believe she's an action figure. Yeah. And she can hold her own. Yeah. Like. Just give her some proper shoes and like a proper outfit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ. Jesus Christ, Pitoff. I get it's like, let's be sexy. Yeah. But should we have some eye on the, the story or mm. not at all? Like, yeah. It just becomes a bit ridiculous, doesn't it? Very ridiculous. Um, I think that's fair. So that, yeah, so that's the high your... heels mug me off massively. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. For me, I think all of mine are quite big. 
Um, <laughs> I had a cu- and I've bunched these in together. Sure, just to get uh, a few more in. Which was and I've alluded to it already, which was the cliche kind of lines. Her little cat puns were just painful. <laughs> I thought painful, and I just thought I wonder if it's one of those things where she looks at the script and thinks, oh. Fucking hell. How am I going to do this? Yeah. You know, like, how can you? When she says, oh, something about it being perfect. Yeah. And then, yeah, she does a meow thing. Yeah. Um, and there's a few others, and I just think, come on. Mm. Like, give her a break. How is she meant to deliver this and be taken in any way seriously? And I get that, like you say, it's a little bit kitsch. It's not meant to be serious. Yeah. Serious. But it's too much. I feel like, yeah, that if they had even just tweaked it to the point, like, you can have a lot of the same lines, mm. but have them where kind of that she kind of knows that they're stupid. Yeah. And she's saying them because yeah. she's confident. She's like, yeah, fuck it. I'll, yeah. you know, get away with these terrible puns. Yeah. Because it's fun and it annoys the, in the same way with Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, all the way through a Spider-Man fight, he's, like, make, cracking jokes at their expense and stuff to get them annoyed yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, that could be a thing. But as but, it is, it's, like, stony-faced. She's delivering it as if it's the coolest thing. As if she's saying, said. hey, fuck you. Yeah. And you're like, okay. That's not the right thing. Yeah. I just felt like the tone in that sense wasn't right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It annoyed me mm. in a sea of annoyance. <laughs> um, and then also, and I've mentioned this to you already, her walking. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. Like, what is that? It's too, it's too overtly sexy. Like... She's going to be sexy anyway. Yeah. There's no need to walk. Like, I mean, it was so over the top. Yeah. She looked almost injured or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, I get, you know, sway your hips and make it sexy. Catwoman's sexy. I get yeah. it. Like, of course. But it was so over the top that I just thought this is ridiculous. And the acting of like her quickly turning her head side to side and like, I'm a cat, that's what cats do. I don't think that's what cats do. (laughs) I don't think that's what anyone does. And it just, it became so over the top that again, it was so cliche and cheesy. And I was Mm. like, oh God, this is kind of embarrassing. You're an Oscar winner for God's sake. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? mate. Remember Monsters Ball? Remember how yeah. good that was? Um, for me, it's a, it's an interesting thing, and as a, as just a fucking man, mm-hmm. um, it's maybe something that I don't necessarily have as much perspective on. But it's it's that difficult thing of when a female character is super sexy. It's like how much can you? How much do you put down to? She's just very confident and enjoys, I don't know, showing off her body or whatever. Yeah. And how much is like, but you're just like, this is just. Uh, well, that much sex. is how much. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's crossed the line. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is it like, well, I just enjoy being sexy and me being confident in my body and my sexiness is that's empowering to me and blah, 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 blah. But then where, where's where's the line? I don't know where the line is, but I know it was crossed. They crossed like, it long ago. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying and I agree with you to some extent, but 
I just thought this was too much. Like, it's, it's, it's so kind of preconceived. Yeah. That it just becomes not sexy to me. Yeah. Like, she's already sexy. Yeah. I imagine when she just walks, if she was walking in that outfit, she yeah. would look sexy. And and what Catwoman should have, I think, or at least in this film, it suggests that Catwoman, becoming Catwoman gives her great confidence. Yeah. Which is great. Um, but the confidence doesn't mean walking like that. Yeah. You know, if she should have walked, you know, taller, broader, more... You know, more sexy, absolutely. Yeah. But it was just so... It was laboured to, like, an inch of its life. Yeah. And you just... I don't know. For me, anyway, I just thought, oh, for goodness sake. Mm. What are you doing? You look it's, like a twit. It was that last... Yeah, it was that last one when she's walking into the moon. Yeah. And it's just, like... It's just, like... It, like I say, it's unnatural. Yeah. What you want is a lovely kind of natural confidence, like I'm sexy and I feel sexy. Like a Beyonce walk. Yeah. But this was like, it was too, too much. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. more Beyonce than Beyonce. It was like Beyonce on heat or something. <laughs> but like, with no awareness, self-awareness. <laughs> no offence. <laughs> to anybody involved. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to piggyback onto that one. Yeah. Or cat back onto that one because my one is just simply cat stuff. Um, it annoyed me. What? The, what All of the cat shit where it's like she walks past a dog and she goes. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I understand the tone that you're going for. I understand that this cat. I will absolutely get on board as a comic book fan that this cat god. Which we're assuming that it is yeah, some kind of cat, cat god. god. Egyptian imbues cat god. women throughout the ages with confidence, with cat-like reflexes, independence, independence, all of this stuff. I struggle to get my head around the idea that a cat god would also saddle these women with just general attributes of a cat. Like, likes, like when she's eating the sushi, yeah. eats all the sushi really quickly because she's a cat. She doesn't like dogs because she's a cat. I was half expecting to have them go into a scene with her and she's licking her bollocks because it's like, but that's not a good thing to give her no. as a cat god. But then don't you think all kind of superhero films do that to some extent with their, when they have the animal crossover? You know, like they have a thing of like, oh yeah, like you know, you you start to take on these characteristics, and some will be good, and some won't be good. I don't know. I'm trying to think of examples. Like, yeah. um, Spider Man doesn't really do it so much. What other animal ones are there? I mean, a lot of the Spider Man y kind of villains, are, um, animal based around animals. Ones. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe not. No, I don't know. I just thought that was standard. Mm, I just, it just annoyed me. It, it, it was just like, it, it felt like the writers or whatever thinking, well, she's called Catwoman, is she? So she's got to act like a cat. Isn't that funny? Like, no. No, she's I, supposed to be confident. I disagree with that because oh. I think that had that been 
a Marvel film that had the right tone and had brought that in as humour, you would have liked it. So I don't think it's that in and of itself. I think it's the way in which they did it. Possibly. Possibly. I just know that every time there was an instance of her having a negative attribute mm. that was cat-based, mm. it made me it annoyed. What, like, just, sake, just stop doing that. Yeah. Pack it in. Pack it in, will you? Like, if it's... If you can get some... Com- like, absolutely, I'm all on board with fish out of water comedy yeah. of people acting inappropriately because of blah, blah, blah. Mm. Wonder Woman had a lot of it. Thor has some brilliant stuff. Yeah. Drinking the coffee. I like this. Psh, smashing the mug on the floor. Or going into the pet shop and saying, I want a, I want a steed to yeah. get to the thing. And they're like, yeah. oh, we just sell dogs and cats. He's like... Whatever it is, just as long as it's big enough to ride. Like, that's hilarious. That's amazing stuff. Um, but just this was... Yeah, it, it seemed like it... I couldn't justify it in yeah. my head. I don't yeah. Think. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was good. I think the way... But in my my opinion is that it might be more the way in which it was delivered. It's possible. Mixed with the tone that didn't really know what it was doing. It's possible. It's possible. Um, I'll grant you that one, Tiffany. Thanks. But I'm going to keep it as a point. Okay. All okay. cat shit. Um, for me, another negative, um, and I won't spend too long on this one, but I just felt like the story was just very basic. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, but it was coupled with character development that was very basic. Yeah. And so when you break it down to what actually is happening here, you're like, no, I don't really know. Yeah. Care. Like, not much mm. is the answer. Yeah. Not much. Um, I felt that her character, you know, if you, for me, and maybe this is um, uh, just a kind of uh, historical thing and, like, preference of whatever the first Catwoman I saw was What's-Her-Face. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, and if you think about it, she's just got a snippet of that film. She's mm. not. It's not a film about her. But you get such a better idea of who she is yeah. and what this being a Catwoman has brought her. Yeah. You know, you just kind of, you believe it a lot more. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so she's like sexy and confident now. Yeah. I'm totally on board with that. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah. Because she has the thing with like milk and like tuna as well, doesn't she? Yeah, I think so. And it's all just a lot more believable. She's a bit more frantic with it. She's a bit more crazy and it's yeah. all a bit more kind of, she's this different person now. She's taken yeah. on this kind of transformation. Yeah. Um. Whereas with patients, A... You're very unclear as to what's going on. Like, you're always Catwoman. You're sometimes Catwoman. You can control it. You can't control it. I'm not sure what, what who we're yeah. seeing now and why. Um, and who she is before is just so basically presented. Yeah. That it's just, it's not enough to care about the character. No. And then that coupled with a story that, a storyline that's very basic. Yeah. Kind of means, meh. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like her at the beginning is so kind of cartoonishly done. It's yeah. like um, Guy Pierce at the beginning of Iron Man three, where he's got the bad yeah, teeth and the stupid the hair, and it's like someone's drawn a cartoon of yeah. a geek. Yeah, her or, with that clothes, those baggy clothes. Um, like, Jesus. Jamie Fox at the beginning of Spider Man two, 
where he's got the bad teeth and the stupid oh, wispy yeah. hair and whatever. Yeah, he looks and like a like, good okay, Yeah, he's like fucking the nutty professor. Yeah. The, the old one. Too much. Um, yeah, so that's too whatever. And then once she becomes Catwoman, like, obviously, and she gets imbued with this confidence and all this blah, 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 blah. She's not always confident. No. it's Yeah, it flits in and Whereas, out. Whereas, like you say, with the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman, it's like she's... She's like Catwoman you say, she's now. an entirely different person. Yeah, she's, she's transformed. Kind of terrifying. Yeah, as and like cool as yeah. a result of that. Yeah. Whereas this film felt like, is she a hero? Is she a villain? Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Like, and yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer is kind of this unstable, mm. like aggressive, confident character, and you, I get on board with that. Yeah. Like I like her, even though she's a villain. Far she more. She doesn't give a fuck. Exactly, and she becomes this kind of sexy, ruthless. Yeah. Woman. Yeah, it's maybe. Yeah, maybe that is the thing of like, when that character is a side character, then you can get away with that a lot more. Yeah. Than if you're centering your whole film. Trying around to make the, a like film. you have to have more of a moral compass. Yeah. To your character, if they're you know, yeah. the main person, I don't know. Um, I do. Yeah. In that sense, I think they have a hard job. But yeah. They chose to center their film around <laughs> yeah, this like, villain. You, you like, fucking made you know, the film. Give it you, some consideration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would agree with that. And also from a from a story standpoint, I thought it was interesting. It's like, I, I love a movie origin film for a superhero. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like it's, you know, the, 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 the subsequent superhero films, you can hit the ground running and you can tell more of a story and blah, blah, blah. But I just think there's something so kind of, I, maybe it's just because it's, it's familiar kind at this of point. Bill Dung's romancing. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a, there's a character and they come into these powers and then there's a bad guy who's tied into the good guy, and there's this th- there's this quest that they need to do, and then by the end of the film they've completed the quest. Yeah. Whereas this film, she doesn't really have a a kind of a quest at the beginning, other than keeping her job. Yeah. Then she becomes Catwoman, and it's all still pretty aimless. Yeah. Until there's a point where she says, "Hey, I." Uh, somebody killed me and I need to find out who and I need to find out why. Yeah. And I even paused it um, when we were watching it and I paused it and it was right in the middle of the film. Yeah. I was like, that's far too late because that's then her quest. Yeah. For the rest rest of of the film. film. Yeah. So it's like that first half of the film, she's just kind of aimlessly squawking around. Yeah. Not really doing anything. Not with that kind of, um, who was I reading an interview with today? David Mamet famous playwright and you know all of this kind of stuff he knows he knows his onions mm. script writing wise and he again as a lot of screenwriting people or storytelling people will go through saying like it's about what the character wants what do they want mm. every like every scene of every film you should be clear what your main what your hero wants yeah and you just don't really get that until no. about halfway through in this yeah. And even when you do, it's you feel like, well, it's not really working out who killed you because you know kind of who killed you. And oh, she says that she lost her memory, didn't she? Yeah. Which is all very convenient. But it's it's kind of like her friends, like she's avenging her friend because her friend's in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not even her thing. No. It's Yeah, it's a very poorly sketched out story, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and it just means you're not invested in it. Yeah. Um, and you don't care who wins. Frankly, I was on Sharon Stone's side. <laughs> Like, because at least she's she was control. a clear character. Yeah. And she knew who she was. Mm. 
Um, at least she was, yeah, like a legitimate bad guy. Yeah. But Catwoman was dancing this very, very dubious line between yeah. the two. Um, yeah. And, and it's like the Suicide weird. Squad thing of like, yeah. if she's a bad guy yeah. and you want to make her a bad guy, make her a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Harley Quinn. Yeah. Because like, what's going on here? It's very um, possible to have a, like you say, a, a likeable, bad guy character yeah. that you get on board with. Yeah. Because if they've got a clear, right, this is what I want, yeah. and this is the kind of character that I am, yeah. people you... can get away with terrible things. Or even, like, this is why I am the way I am. Yeah. Look at these things that happened to me, yeah. and this is why I am the way I am. Yeah. Like, you can kind of then maybe relate to them, and yeah. understand, you know, purely moral and good people are not interesting. No. So, yeah, like there's no need to do that no. they, they shouldn't feel but then i wonder if they do feel like that we have to have you know she has to have a moral compass otherwise yeah. what are we promoting yeah i guess because it's a studio film and blah, blah blah yeah so i was thinking of something like american psycho yeah with christian bale and that it's like he's definitely the hero yeah. like you're with him but he's an awful person i mean the most awful terrible like horrifically yeah. awful. but you kind of you care when he starts kind of losing it because you're with him and he's yeah, performing the character well and his perspective yeah yeah i don't know um okay are you done then i have one more point you what's yours more. uh my point is a positive <laughs> i say my positive for last as oh, well we're gonna finish on such a happy note on my boat um so my positive is um speaking of sharon stone oh is the is how she gets her superpowers by just using cream. I love it. I absolutely love it because that's such a comic book thing. Really, such a comic book plot device mm. from like the sixties mm. when nobody gave a shit. Because um, it's like, because it doesn't make any sense. As mm. we were discussing this yesterday. And we were like, but what? But wait a minute. If that's that, then this doesn't make sense. And yeah. It's like absolutely, of course it doesn't. It doesn't. But you can clearly say that this cream is has regenerative abilities for skin, and it's so effective that if you use it enough, then it will make your skin super strong and super hard. Yeah. And it will mean that you can't feel anything. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Really? I love it. Why? Because it, I don't know, it just, it's such a ridiculous, like for this kind of film where it's all very campy and it's all very <laughs> over the top, that is a a plot device. Because you think, right, how are they going to get any kind of tension out of this ending? Yeah, a Because there's nobody else with any superpowers. Yeah. But then out of nowhere, you get Sharon Stone saying, hey, I've been taking this cream for so long now my skin is like marble. Oh, wow. That's amazing. As we were saying, it does then have a missed opportunity yeah. for Catwoman to show some smarts and say, right, if I can't harm her by hitting her, yeah. how or am I going to defeat her? Yeah. Can I maybe drop something on her? Can I drop her out of a window? Can I, yeah, which yeah. obviously is what ends doesn't. up happening. But she just com- continues to kick her in yeah. the face, even though that's clearly patently not going to do any good although it does kind of ultimately i mean yeah because she scratches her face and blah 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 but it it all feels very um 
lucky, I suppose. Yeah. That she just happens to be in that position. Yeah. And then she kicks her and she just happens to stumble back and grab the thing and blah, blah, blah. And she scratched yeah. her face so she looks ugly. And she manages to see how ugly she is in the thing. Blah, blah, blah. But if it was like... Yeah, if you could see the workings of Catwoman. Yeah. It's like, right, okay, so I can't do this, so I need to position her there, and then I'll cut a rope thing, and then it will make this big pole land on her. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Then you're like, right, I can get on board with this hero, because she's using her now. She's she's worked out that she can't hurt her by punching her. Yeah. Or kicking her, so she's got to Think do something, something a bit else. different. Yeah. Think outside the box, but she doesn't. But this is your idiot. positive point. But this is my positive point, and my positive point is that... <laughs> Um, yeah, like you say, Sharon Stone is a good character in there. Yeah. She's arguably got more of an arc yeah. than Halle Berry. Yeah. She feels, you know... She has an emotional left, journey. Yeah, she's she's been abandoned by her husband. She's been abandoned by the company. By the world. By the world. Because, just because she turned 40. I was like, Sharon Stone turning 40 in 2004. Okay, cool. Um she looks very good, in fairness. It's very soft focus, though, all the way through. It kind of looks mm. weird whenever she's on screen because it's like, she's not that. Anyway, um, yeah, so you get on board with her motivation. That's all fine. That's all good. Um, and then she, uh, yeah, and then she says, no, fuck it. I'm not going to hide away from this. I'm going to let people get their faces horribly disfigured because I'm going to make some money out of this company that has abandoned me. Like, right, fair enough. And also, I've got marble hard skin because I've been using this cream for so long. Yeah. And I didn't quite understand how if she was using it for so long, her skin turns to marble, but if other people use it, then their face gets burned up. Um, all scarred. Well, she... Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't really that know. was maybe the new product, uh, product maybe or the something? New one, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I just okay. thought that was a real comic booky, yeah, like golden age of comic book storyline for a bad guy. How they get their superpowers, okay, and it's something that I've never seen before. Well, that's good. So that's a yeah, that's always got to be a positive, I think. Okay, um, my last one is very simple, oh. and I've probably already said it, but it was so bad that it was good. <laughs> that I had to I had to give it a positive point and I struggled to think about specifically what it was I enjoyed yeah. about this film but I do think that it was a combination of all of the bad things yeah. that made it kind of you know a kind of a gripping watch <laughs> because you're kind of like gripping <laughs> what? <laughs> that's true because it makes you continue to watch it because you think, God, what's going to happen now? <laughs> and so you're just, you're gripped. You're, you're there. You're like, you're, you're in the holds of the film because you're like, I have to know God. how bad this gets. Wow. So I would say it's so bad that it's good. Nice. Um, and thankfully, any... you know what? Good for the film that it went that bad because it, it becomes very watchable. If it but, had been slightly better, yeah, it would have been a lot worse. It would have, yeah. I would have been a lot more insulting. <laughs> but it's just so terrible. But I'm all, I almost hope that it knows how bad it is. Yeah. You know, like when it was made, not now that everybody's told yeah. it is bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I hope that it was like, well, this looks kind of crazy and yeah. pretty tacky and it's totally cliched mm. and we're way over the top. But yeah. fuck it. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's my good point. Just a general, all of the bad points add up into a good point. Yeah, because they're so bad. Interesting. Like, I feel like objectively so yeah. bad. I would also say, as a, a, a positive for it, oh, that yeah. the CG is not that bad. Uh, it's not that good. I mean, it's not amazing, but I and I was thinking about it. Why? Why is this doesn't look? Why does this not look too bad? Mm-hmm. And it's because a lot of CG stuff. And I don't know whether they deliberately did this because obviously the guys are visual effects guys, so he would know these things. But a lot of um, CG stuff or CG characters, the criticism that people have is that they end up looking a bit plasticky, yeah, a little bit plasticiny, and the way that the light bounces off them is a little bit uh, weird. Right. So what they do to counteract that is just to have any time Halle Berry is actually Halle Berry, that I don't know what they do, they just make her so shiny. Like, just cream her up. Just cream her up all over the or place. Oil. Cream that back up, yeah. that naked Halle Berry back, that when she turns into the CG one, it's like she's shiny, but it's like, well, she's always shiny. Yeah. So that's actually kind of clever. Well, there you go. There we go. But I'm not giving it a two out of five. Um, so it's a one out of five for me. Same for me. Or one out of five for Tiffany B. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this. I think we should seek out more bad films. Okay. We should do it. Okay. It's going to be fun. Let's do it. You're going to love it. Love. Slash hate. Um, And thank you, dear listener. Um, You're a wonderful person. I've always said it. It's always been, you know, at the forefront of my thoughts and beliefs with regard to you. Um, You're a wonderful person. Tiffany B., thank you for joining me. Welcome. Uh, And loyal listener for listening to this one, for listening to the next flicks that we'll be getting up next week, hopefully on the Monday. I have only one thing to say to you, and that is simply... Cheers!